At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game on a Friday morning. A good Friday morning to you. It's Gil Alexander, numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. Jeff Parlay, producer number five and eight, is here as well. Jeff, today on the show, as always, Vinny Maliulo takes us home later. Dr. Bob with not only a college football pick, but a pro football pick, where he's been killing it uh, earlier this year in pro football. He has uh, he has one of those for one of each, I should say, coming up. Chris Felica, maybe. We don't know if Chris Felica is going to show. We'll, we'll see if he uh, calls us from a mosh pit somewhere at some random concert. Uh, we'll try to uh, make out college football picks from him. Paul Carr on the U.S. and Mexico qualifying match in soccer, if you want some uh, hockey action. And yes... Another tennis pick today after another tennis winner yesterday. Hope everybody jumped on the Paula Badosa train yesterday. She wins as a dog in straight sets against Arena Sabalenka. Bageled her in the second set. Sabalenka uh, had her spirit knocked out of her, her little life taken out of any desire. And we cruise to that one. We do have a tennis pick. I will just say this about the tennis pick today. It is a different kind of pick because usually I am just strictly about my numbers this one, there's a little more art to it, and we'll talk about that when we do that a little later on the show. But first, and oh, we're gonna, we have to talk Survivor. We, Survivor's a full segment, perhaps, today, Jeff. There's so much to say about this. That on the heels of last night's upset again. This is week nine and a half last night. Week, week 10 just picked up right where week nine left off with the absolute insanity of the National Football League. The Ravens put up an absolute dud 
and lose on a Thursday night in Miami, 22-10, to to the previously moribund Miami Dolphins. Like, what in the world? This is, hey, for those of you who had the Ravens Survivor last night, welcome to my world from Sunday when I had the Bills against the Jaguars. Same exact kind of thing. This was a game last night. I mean, there's so much to say about this. First of all, Ravens came in as eight-and-a-half-point favorites. It's the biggest upset loss of Lamar Jackson's career at quarterback. Never lost a game where they were this big of a favorite. They did yesterday. We're, we're on primetime action last night, Jeff. Me, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, and so we're multitasking. We're doing a show while watching this game. We all had the Ravens in teasers. Thankfully, I only had them in one. Otherwise, that could have been a bloodbath last night. But neither team could get anything going in the first half. Um, seven combined punts, nine total points. That was your first half of football last night, where the Dolphins led it 6-3 to three at the half. But the, the Ravens' tone was set, I think, on that, that Sammy Watkins strange pull-up in the end zone. We were watching, again, we're not, we don't have the benefit of audio, so we're doing a show, we're watching, we couldn't figure out, because it looked like Lamar Jackson was just throwing the ball away, he didn't, it went to the back of the end zone, and Sammy Watkins looks like he, he pulled up either because he lost the ball, but I thought because he, he got scared of the goalpost or something, that was odd, that started the game off, and you're like, oh, okay, that was interesting, um, but this according to ESPN Stats and Information, Lamar Jackson faced 24 24 defensive back blitzes last night. 24 of them. That's the most that any defense has sent at Lamar Jackson and the most DB blitzes any quarterback has faced since the year 2015. Fewest points, by the way, that Baltimore has scored in Jackson's 46-game career. Previously, their low was 17, 10 last night. And, of course, it came against a two-win Dolphin team that was ranked 30th in both offense and defense. <laughs> it's just what, well, this league is ridiculous. Well, you're betting this stuff ATS pre-flop, really? Yeah? That's, what you're, that's how you're doing this? Oh, my goodness. Lamar was sacked four times, limited 277 total yards, only 39 on the ground. And by the way, going back to those uh, defensive, black, uh, defensive back blitzes, on one of those plays in the fourth quarter, the Dolphins blitzed four defensive backs. The most on a single blitz all season long. And the Ravens had no answers. None whatsoever. And again, going back to the primetime thing where we're distracted. So every time, seemingly, they had a third and long, they went to this wide receiver screen to Marquise Brown. By the way, Marquise Brown had, let me see this. Marquise Brown had how many targets last night? He had 13 targets. When did he become Darren Waller? Did I miss that memo? So on third and long... It seemed like they went to the wide receiver screen every time. We were commenting that on, on we're commenting about that on primetime action. And then there was one second and 17 in the third quarter where they handed the ball off to Le'Veon Bell. And you're like, oh, that's a play call. That was interesting. He of the 2.9 yards per carry. It's just like, what are, what are we watching here? The Ravens just seem so off in that game. Um, but and, and there's also two plays, like the inexplicable plays of the game. It was three to three. End of the second quarter, towards the end of the second quarter, 34 seconds left in the second quarter to be exact. Jacoby Brissett to Isaiah Ford for 52 yards. Anthony Averett was just like, yeah, the safety will take him. No, Chuck Clark was nowhere to be found. 
and that set up a Dolphins field goal to make it 6-3 to three to go in the half. Then Brissett gets hurt early in the third quarter. Tua comes in, and say what you will about Tua. Tua manned up last night. The finger was, was not 100%. He did have one pass that I think went 34 yards, air, air yards. But again, the Baltimore defense. And this was the, this was the game winner, really. Of all plays, yes, the Xavier Howard forced fumble and return for a touchdown that put the Dolphins uh, that, that gave the Dolphins an extended lead was obviously the the biggest highlight play of the day. Well, second biggest. We'll get to that momentarily. But the the game winner, really, for the Dolphins, for all intents and purposes, was a second and ten at their own twenty five. Two it to Albert Wilson for sixty four yards in a fifteen to ten game. They score a touchdown four plays later. It was twenty two to ten, and at that point, it was pretty much Katie bar the door. Although. The refs did their best to keep the Ravens in this. There was that one horrific roughing the passing call. Was that on Holland, we think, on, uh, on Lamar Jackson? Nine total penalties called on the, on the Dolphins in the fourth quarter. Is that right? Seven, by the way, that weren't, seven that were actually walked off. I think there was a couple declined. Most of those, by the way, were justified penalties, but that one roughing the passer was just horrific. So anybody who's like, oh, you can't play these road teams in, uh, in Survivor. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, the officials didn't see it that way. Dolphins ended up with 11 penalties for 97 yards. I mean, what do you say about that performance? And, of course, the most awesome play of that game. Can we just give it up for a second to uh, right guard Robert Hunt? This was the greatest. <laughs> this was the greatest. Have you ever laughed so hard watching an NFL game and just appreciated the relatability of that play? It's a... Uh, it was uh, in the third quarter. It was the, no, it was the fourth quarter play, I believe. And uh, he, he was under pressure. He just dumps it off. He's looking for Gaskin. But Robert Hunt, the right guard, grabs the ball. And without like a, a millisecond of thought, without one second of, of thinking to himself, I am ineligible, he's like, I'm going with this. It was phenomenal. It's flag football. Just wanted his moment. Goes to the house and stretches over the goal line with, would have been the greatest, the greatest single touchdown in the NFL. Of course, he was ineligible. But that was like, have you ever coached flag football before? That was like the 11-year-old kid who comes up to you who never is, who never is eligible for pass. He's like, hey, uh, coach, coach, can I go out for a pass on this one? You're like, all right. All right, Robert, go ahead. It's phenomenal. They're showing the highlight right here. John Boy usually does those great baseball recaps. Had this great the new NFL logo where it's, Robert Hunt spinning over the goal line. It's phenomenal. Anyway, back to the actual bets itself. If you had the Ravens, forget, you know, again, forget against the spread. Forget about teasers, which I lost one on. That starts out my week 10 in the NFL. But Survivor goes down in flames again. What do you say about this league, Jeff? I am now convinced there will be 100 entries right around there by the end of the month in Circus Survivor. That's it. Well, the most fascinating part of this whole thing is for seven weeks, no team that was more than the seven-point underdog won outright. None. And since Mike White against the (laughs) Bengals, everything has just lost its mind. Of course, last week was completely chaotic. This result, I... If you had Miami in the money line pre-flop, good uh, power, all power hey. to you. There was there was nothing going into this game that would have indicated Miami would have had a shot to be even be competitive in this one. I yeah. would even say halfway through the football game, what, what I was saying on primetime action last night was, 
the one thing the Ravens can hang their hat on here is that the Miami offense isn't threatening them. So as long as they don't like mess this up too much, they probably still win the game. And then as soon as Jacoby Brissett hurt, got hurt, did you not say out loud, you're like, oh my God, they're toast. Like, say what you will about Tua. Say what you will. And we've said a lot on this network about Tua. But that injury, I was like, oh, Miami's about to win this game. The only reason I didn't was because the first few passes Tua threw were really ugly looking. And my thought process was, okay, Baltimore's going to win this game because they're going to score a defensive touchdown. Which also, Gil, I'll ask you this. Tua, by the, by, after he got his rhythm going, looked totally fine. Why didn't Tua start this game again? Well, he said even after the game, it hurts. So, and, and the nice thing for the Dolphins now is they have 10 days of rest. And if you're saying, oh, well, where are they going? I don't know. You know, the Dolphins' schedule gets kind of easy here in a bit. They could put together—I'm not saying they're making the playoffs— but, like, they could end up being close to a 500 football team. Whereas the Ravens, may I just say that after this Bears game that's coming up, they might be in a whole world of trouble. It's amazing how one result like this that's not supposed to happen can completely change the viewpoint of a team moving forward based on what remains. What an upset in the National Football League. Again, just on the heels of the Bills losing to the Jaguars last week. I told you in Survivor, I was like, I don't trust the Bills, so I want to use them early. I ended up being, you know, the joke was on me. But I didn't trust the Saints correctly. I didn't trust the Baltimore against Minnesota, even though they won. They had to come back from 14, and here they are four days later losing. And I didn't trust Pittsburgh, who needed Tony Correnti's staff to win that game. But if you dodged, if you dodged Baltimore last night, Survivor, good on you. We'll talk Survivor more because I got stuff to say. Let's do some soccer. Then some college football and pro football with Dr. Bob. Paul Carr next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Football season is here and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today. That's the BetMGM app. Won't take you but a few seconds. Then stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. That won't take you but a few minutes. And then you start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. It's that simple. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. Uh, Mickey Moran on yesterday's Megapod with Ed Fang, the creator of the Power Rank, said best pod yet this one. Whole bunch of uh, responses to that podcast. Among the highlights of which, that Ed had, you remember how I said Pro Football Focus had the Chiefs ranked third in their power rankings? Ed at the power rank had the Chiefs ranked second currently. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I love these guys, but geez. Uh, this is from uh, Bill Hooker. JVT has the title of senior NBA analyst. I'm thinking appropriate title for Gil is Chief Strategic Officer for Tennis Wagering. Thank you. I will. Uh, I appreciate the kind words. Everybody was on Bedosa last night. Thank you for all the tweets. Uh, Alan Hayes rode with Bedosa, played also with the LA Kings, which Andy McNeil had yesterday, and he's got Italy today. Let's go Azuri. We're rooting for you. Uh, and then uh, some others. This is from... Oh, this is from Foos. Let's uh, finish this with this one. TKE340. Would love to see a side-by-side of the Lamar-Justin Fields roughing the passer calls. No question about it, man. The most inconsistently officiated rule in the National Football League. It's just, it's gotten insane. It's gotten to NBA level of star treatment. Or team treatment, if you will. Just really frustrating. Not Not only as a better, but just as a fan of the sport. My goodness. Uh, let's bring him in. Let me before I bring him in. Let me read a tw- let me read a text that Paul Carr sent me earlier <laughs> earlier this week before we bring in Paul. I hope he doesn't mind my doing this. Uh, this is Paul before because we knew there was no Premier League games this week. He goes, uh, "Hey, uh, we could totally uh, talk about this inevitable Dolphins loss on Friday and talk about this uh, U.S. Mexico game." <laughs> so let's bring him in, Paul Carr. This inevitable Dolphins loss, spoken like a true defeatist Dolphins fan. There you go with the Marino jersey. Look at you. That's right. That's right. Last night before the game, my dad and I were 
talking about like if this game's out of hand at halftime you want to watch a movie or something we're trying to figure <laughs> out what we might do uh in case it turned into every other dolphins against ravens game for the last few years it's funny you said you know there was the college football game last night which Pitt ended up beating north carolina in overtime 30 to 23 even those who had the over even overtime didn't help them last night as the rain came pouring down but i said that i was like if this game gets out of hand you know there's always this college football game it should be lots of scoring <laughs> um but man that was really you so so do you buy into what I was saying before, which is the Dolphins schedule all of a sudden, right? All of a sudden after beating the Texans after committing five turnovers, and now this right. upset win, what's their adjusted season win total now? Uh, I was looking at DraftKings. It was six and a half plus 125 for the over there. And, here, and yeah, I mean, yeah. their next four games are Jets, Panthers, Giants, Jets. Yes. Now, after that, it would be at Saints, yes. at Titans, Patriots. So you would basically have them because now they've won three games, right? Right. So they'd have to yeah. they'd have to win they'd have to win all four of those easy games, basically. Pretty, pretty much. Or you steal one against the Saints or yeah. Patriots, Which, assuming oh. you're not going to win in Tennessee. And and the Patriots game is week eighteen, so yeah. And and the I thing is, see. even me going through this, going like win win, like have we learned nothing? Like it, there's yeah. you can't even do this exercise anymore in the NFL. Yeah. You have no I idea. Don't, I don't trust them, especially as a fan, as you said, kind of a. A defeatist sort of fan, given the way this much of the season has gone. But yeah, if I had to pick a side for that, I'd probably play the over getting plus money. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I don't know if I'm there on it. But but here's the thing: they that defensive strategy was perfection last night. Yeah, worked to a T, and you got to respect it, man. You got to respect what Mm -hmm. the Dolphins did last night. It looks so simple. I mean, all they're doing is going man on the outside, and you know either blitzing more than they have protecting or coming from enough angles, as you said, with the DBs and such, that they couldn't block it. And it seems so easy. And I just kept waiting the whole time for, you know, Marquise Brown to, you know, double move the corner or whatever and and be open for a 58-yard touchdown nope. or something like that. Nope. Never happened, though. They just didn't give him time. It seems so easy. They did the same thing, I think it was to the Chargers last season and Justin Herbert. And he just looked perplexed the whole time. Uh, and then eventually teams kind of started figuring it out over the next few games. But when you can kind of spring it on somebody and uh, make them try to adjust in game, it, it's worked a couple times in the last couple of years. I don't know if it was Xavier Howard. Somebody said it. He's like, we just decided to go back to what we did best last year. You know, they, yeah. And they kind of started doing that in the previous couple of weeks. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Why not? Because they held, they held the, uh, the Bills in check for much of that game against mm-hmm. Buffalo. That's where it kind of started. Uh, okay, so let's get to soccer here. It is. There's yeah. no Premier League this week, so you're not here to talk Correct. Premier League. But you you are here. And by the way, you wrote a great piece at ESPN Plus on the U.S. Mexico World Cup qualifying game here. Now, explain to us first of all before we get into the nuts and bolts of this game. Um, and there we're going to flash up your your beautiful piece here, betting guide for the U.S. Uh, versus Mexico, the men's national team. So, what does the U.S. have to do here to get into to qualify for the World Cup? Yeah. What, what do they need to do? It's, so this is, it's a weird scenario. So we're in the final round of qualifying in this region. There are eight teams in the final round. You play everybody twice. The top three teams qualify, and fourth place goes to a playoff. So this is game number seven out of 14. So we're at the midway point. So in some ways, like let's, let's say the U.S. loses. It's not the end of the world because the U.S. is currently in second uh, overall. They still have seven more games to kind of right the ship. But especially when you lose home games or even drop points at home, your margin for error just keeps getting less. 
And we saw this. This is how the U.S. didn't qualify four years ago. You know, they lost at home to Mexico. They lost at home to Costa Rica. They dropped some points on the road. And it just your margin of error gets less and less. And suddenly it's the last day of qualifying and you find yourself on the outside looking in. So in some ways, it's not the end of the world, especially if they were to go win in Jamaica next week and get three points on the road. Uh, but on the other hand, like this is the biggest rivalry in the region. This is there's a lot of pride at stake. You know, they beat Mexico for two trophies this summer. So it's a it's a weird game because in some ways it's the most important game they're going to play, you know, outside of a World Cup. And in some ways, you know, a draw, especially not the end of the world, hmm. a loss, not the end of the world. You're Again, you're just decreasing your margin for error. You win this, however, this is the upside. You win this. You're not quite coasting to qualification. But you got a lot of margin for error over the last half of the cycle here. I'm smiling, Paul, because if there's one thing more ridiculous than gambling Twitter, it's soccer Twitter. So, like, yeah. I almost get this massive kick at, like, if the U.S. falls behind early, I oh. just start dying laughing because soccer Twitter loses its yeah. collective I mean, mind. It is so funny to watch. When the U.S. was trailing, what was it, uh, at Honduras? I think a couple, like a couple in three minutes ago. in, was it or something like that? Yeah, and then they were down at halftime. I'm literally texting with friends like, "Who's going to replace Greg Berhalter as coach?" <laughs> yes, that's right. Like that's the that's the Twitter conversation. And if uh, they'd lost that game, not an unreasonable conversation. I don't think it would have happened, but it's on the table. <laughs> and yeah, and then the U.S. scored four in the second half and won four one, and everything's fine. Forty five so, minutes later, that's right. Everything's fine. Oh, we crushed him. All right. So now I have a lot of soccer. Let's call them soccer betting friends who yes. love doing one thing, and especially mm -hmm. in U.S. qualifying matches. They love betting unders blindly. They're yeah. like on their own under blind train, and you can't stop them from doing it. To this, though, you would say what? I mean, I, I totally get it. It's kind of the same cliche you see in big any big soccer match, especially finals, uh, where you know one goal obviously changes everything, uh, and you give up that one goal and you can lose the game, you lose the trophy, whatever. Uh, so there's there's definitely an element of that where teams, broadly speaking, tend to come out a little bit cagey uh, defensively. You feel it out for a while. Both teams maybe try to steal a goal and run away with your three points. Uh, so I, I totally understand it. And I think there's some validity, especially some of these qualifiers where you're playing three games in a week and your team's tired and you're trying to rotate guys in. So I definitely understand it. I don't quite agree with it for this game specifically. And the reason is why? Yeah. So, I mean, let's just look at this year. There's Because these teams have played twice this year, once in the Nations League final and once in the Gold Cup finals. These are both games with stakes. There was a trophy on the line in both games. Uh, and the Nations League final ended up 3-2 for those goals in regulation, which is all you have in this game. There's no extra time for qualifiers. And the other one, while it ended 1-0, had, I think, 27 shots and three and a half expected goals in regulation. Uh, both teams had tons of chances that they didn't capitalize on. So his, the history, recent history this year, both teams have kind of gone at it. And so I think that's one thing. I think both teams' weaknesses are their defenses. Uh, Mexico's missing one of their starting center backs. They're going to replace them with... Actually, they're missing two guys who would have filled that spot. Uh, they're going to replace them with somebody who's inexperienced. Uh, the U.S. has relatively inexperienced guys at the back that I think can be vulnerable to Mexico's speed, as they've shown in the last couple of games. So I just feel like this game... You know, Mexico always comes out strong. They got a goal in the first minute in the Nations League final. Uh, easily could have had one the first few in the other in the Gold Cup final. So I just think Mexico's going to come out hard. Both defenses are going to kind of leave things open, and I think we're going to get over two and a half goals uh, plus one fifty. I think is a pretty good price. 
really feels like a 2-1 game one way or the other to me. All right. CONCACAF World Cup qualifier over two and a half goals plus 150. Always shop around USA, Mexico. Very thorough. Very nice. Thank you, Paul. You bet. Go Dolphins. Paul Carr from the Expected Value Podcast and, of course, True Media Networks. Dr. Bob, college and pro football next. Numbers game, Visa, the sports betting network. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. With college basketball starting this week, now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide for only $10. This year's guide is everything you need to bet on the games all season long, including odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis for every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, and Tim Murray, provide the predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and player awards. Sign up today. Get your copy for only $9.99. That's $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. A little later on the show, uh, we'll talk to Vinny Maliulo. Uh, game time decision on Chris Felica. Uh, you know how, uh, Jeff, in the uh, NFL injury report, they, they, they say the name, then in parentheses, they let you know what's going on, like hamstring or groin. Chris Felica's is sad this morning, in parentheses, because he had the Ravens in Survivor last night. So we'll see if he, uh, if he shows up, talk college football with us later. From a mosh pit somewhere in this nation. Do we know where game day is this week? No? Do we know? Huh? Anyone? No? Jeff's not moving. No? Not efforting. Help. What's it? You're efforting? Oh, okay. You're efforting. All right. In the meantime, and we'll talk Survivor, and we'll talk uh, Week 10 in the NFL, get all our picks here, Jeff and I. Yes? Oxford. Oxford, Mississippi. Good for them. All right. Uh, let's bring in Dr. Bob to talk college and pro football with us, who has had a, a great start to both seasons. We talk to him each and every Friday at this time. You can follow him on Twitter at drbobsports, drbobsports.com. It's the great Bob Stoll. How you doing, Bob? Doing fine. I'd, I'd like to uh, – I, I had a great start to the season. Then I had a uh, sort of a lull for five weeks, and then last week bounced back strong. So overall it's been a profitable season, but not great like it was earlier in the year. In fact, it's funny. I was looking over the, the, the record of the plays I give out. I keep, a, keep track of everything I give out on your show. I started out 8-1, and one, and I was a genius. Then I went 3-9, and nine, and I'm an idiot. Yeah. And then I went 2-0. and oh, And then I went 2-0 and oh last week. But if you count the four season win totals that I gave out before the season started that I've already cashed, I'm 17 and 10 on the season. So it's not, it's not a disaster. And going back uh, since the beginning of your show, I'm 51 and 29 and all the plays I've given out in football. So uh, I, feel, I feel all right about that. So even though I was an idiot for six weeks, generally I'm not an idiot. So generally. That out. So generally Generally speaking, not an Bob, idiot. Not That'll an idiot. That'll be my, on my tombstone. Generally not an idiot. That's right. Let's get that commission for your team. For your tombstone. So now, are you doing college basketball too? Now is this the time of the year where we never, you can't really even come up for air? Well, it's not so bad right now. I mean, the, the college basketball uh, stuff I used to do by hand. Everything was by hand. I had obviously I had some models that it was done, but I did adjustments by hand. Everything's been uh, in a, been modeled now. So the college basketball starting last year was modeled, and the first year of the modeling was really good. It's fifty five point seven percent on all best bets for the whole season, which is really great in, in basketball. Um, so it's not as much work now. I still adjust for injuries by hand, but there really aren't that many injuries right now. So I'm not really doing that much work aside from the model, which is, you know, runs itself. Um, it'll get busier once rotations start changing and there's injuries. And that's where I really have, you know, have a lot of value is I'm really good at adjusting for, changes in rotation and injuries and such so but right now not so bad all right well we love that you come on here nice 2-0 and last week a little bounce back for bob uh and 
Today, we usually just have college football picks from you, but today we'll do one college and one pro. Let's start with college football. ODU taking on Florida Atlantic. Uh, Florida Atlantic coming off a pretty bad loss. ODU coming off a pretty good win. Florida Atlantic, not exactly a pass-oriented team. They are favored by six and a half here. Well, it was seven. I thought it was seven. But, um, yeah, I took Old Dominion plus seven earlier in the week. And not only did they win nice last week, but the week before they won as a home dog. And I, and I was on them for that game as a best bet. I like them here. Old Dominion is basically they're underrated for a couple of reasons. First of all, the defense is underrated, and I'll get to why. And then the offense isn't as bad since changing quarterbacks three weeks ago. So Old Dominion didn't play last year, and their 2019 defense was bad. Uh, so they were expected to have one of the worst defensive teams in the nation. The expectation, also known as the prior in betting circles, is still a part of their overall market rating. But Old Dominion has a good defense. They've allowed only 5.6 yards per play to a schedule of teams that would combine to average 5.9 yards per play against an average FBS defense. So they're better than average on an FBS scale, which is really good for a Conference USA team defensively. Now, the reason they've given up 32 points per game is because early in the season, their offense was so bad that they were put in bad field position a lot. But they only gave up 5.4 yards per play to Wake Forest as an elite offense. And against other good offensive teams, Liberty, Marshall, Western Kentucky, they only give up 6.0 yards per play to those really good offensive teams. So their defense has been good all year. It's looked bad on a points per game because their offense was so bad early, put them in bad spots. But Hayden Wolf took over as quarterback three weeks ago. Since then, I mean, Wolf's not great. He's only averaging 5.7 yards per pass play against you know, some bad defenses, but he's much better than D.J. Mack. Uh, who was 2.2 yards per pass play worse than average. So there's a couple reasons Old Dominion is underrated. I don't think Florida Atlantic's overrated by any stretch, but when they faced good, capable, not good, capable defensive teams, they've really struggled offensively. Uh, they scored set, uh, they scored uh, 14 against Florida early in the season. Florida's got a good defense. But the two teams they played with mediocre defenses are Air Force and Marshall. They only scored seven against Air Force and 13 against Marshall. So the best three defensive teams they've faced all year, they haven't scored more than 14 points against. And a lot of that's random, but I don't think they're going to be able to score enough points to pull away from Old Dominion. So I took the value play in Old Dominion plus seven or more, and I guess it's down to six and a half. Still some value at six and a half, but I, but I didn't recommend a play unless it was plus seven, minus 115 odds or better. No, we, we took a look. Jeff tells me uh, there's plenty of sevens still out there. So there are sevens available. Okay. Yeah, grab the seven okay, I thought so. if you can on Old Dominion, the Monarchs. Uh, seven-point dogs at home against the Owls of Florida Atlantic. All right, pro football, uh, you have a play for us. What do you like? Yeah, this was part of, you know, Jeff Felica's not the only one down about Baltimore. <laughs> uh, they were part of a teaser play. I had, I had him in a teaser, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, te- that teaser went down. My teasing partner in that game was Cleveland, going from plus 2.5 to plus 8.5. Well, the teaser's dead, but I still like Cleveland. I mean, I would have preferred them as a part of a teaser since it's plus 2.5. But I still like them at plus two and a half. Basically, a home field advantage in the NFL is less than two points now. Uh, so the market is saying that England is a bit better than Cleveland. That is not the case. Going into the season, Cleveland was generally rated by the market about two and a half better than New England coming into the year. Hey, Bob. Cleveland. Okay. Bob, Bob do, sorry to interrupt. We're getting a little uh, janky on your audio here. Let's try again. Can you, if you restart, sometimes it works out. Uh, go ahead now on the Browns. Oh, I think you know, the, the average home field advantage in the NFL these days is less than two points. So the market is saying that New England is a bit better than Cleveland. 
That is not the case. Going into the season, Cleveland was rated by the market about two or two and a half points better than the Patriots coming into the year. So that was what the market had to match. And that's about what I had to match. Now, Cleveland, that has not changed. Cleveland has outgained their opponents by 1.0 net yards per play, which ranks second in the league, and they've played a tougher-than-average schedule, one of the toughest schedules in the league. Patriots are about even in yards per play, plus 0.1 net yards per play. They've played one of the easiest schedules in the league. Cleveland has been much better than New England this year. The results just haven't shown it. In fact, I think they, they're third in the league in, in percentage of minutes leading games. They just had a lot of bunch of close losses, and they're still a, a better team than New England. But the market has adjusted two or two and a half points since the beginning of the season, and I just think there's value on Cleveland. I mean, the line should be around pick them, and we're getting two and a half. So I'll take Cleveland plus two and a half. Strong play on the Brownies against the Patriots this weekend. Uh, if it's two, you'll well, it'd be stronger if it was plus three, Gil. Yes, no, I know, I know it would be. You're you're okay so it's with. Just, it's, it's just a half-unit play. Let's put it that way. I'm Cleveland getting two and a half. Yeah, okay. Two and a half is the uh, consensus number as well currently, um, not the two that necessarily that we were showing. So let me just ask you this in closing because we only have 60 seconds. But um, do you do power rankings of your own? No. Okay. Because all my models are matchup-oriented. Got it. So it depends on who you're playing. Okay. Because depends that's on the style of the opponent. I thought that about you. That's why I asked sort of, sort of uh, you know, gingerly because – I don't remember you ever doing power rankings, and you know, I was just mentioning we yesterday. I did a segment on the show, and we talked about it a little on the Megapod yesterday, which I hope you will join us for here in the coming weeks. About how certain analytics sites still have the Chiefs as the number three team in the country, another had them as the number two team in the NFL, and. I get some of the reasons stated, like I was talking about Football Outsiders yesterday, I had the Niners at number nine, and I tried to explain, well, these are the reasons why they have them. I'm not saying I agree with them, but these, at least you should know the reasons why they're there. Do you, do you look at, at analytics sites, power rate ranking sometime and say that even, in, 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 go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I, I, don't, I don't look at anyone else. I, I'm, either I'm too cocky or I, just, I don't care what anyone else thinks about any game. Right. But I that's honestly not where don't I, care. That's not where I was going. Where I was going is, do you agree that that is a bad, like it's a bad look to just even have that at this point? Even if you have your reasons, do you do you think of something like that and just say there's a cognitive dissonance with that? Well, I think the problem is that their prior was so high. You know, and, and so a lot of these power ratings still, you know, think that Kansas City is, you know, they're still going to be good because they were expected to be the best team in the league. But, you know, they've only covered the spread three of their last 20 games. Yeah, so, you know, the, mark, the market's been off on them for a while. And we had this discussion in, in your Super Bowl podcast last year yeah. when I was the only one that took Tampa Bay. You were. Um, you were. Uh, but this season, the forward-looking analytics have them fifth. But there's a big gap between fourth and fifth. Yeah. So, Bobby, uh, so got, they're not so bad, but yeah, they're not as good as people think. I got to run. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it so much. All right. The great Dr. Bob Stoll. Coming back, we'll talk uh, Survivor. We'll talk Week 10, our picks in the NFL next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Become a weekend warrior at BetMGM. King of the Weekend is a free-to-play challenge where you can win up to $50,000 for correctly picking the highest-scoring pro football teams during the weekend. Simply log into your account and find the King of the Weekend contest in your promotion section. Then pick the six teams you think will score the most points from the selected games. $1,000 will go to the top entry each week. And if you guess all six in the right order... The grand prize of $50,000 could be yours, plus hundreds of dollars in free bets will be awarded to players who come close to a perfect score. Go to your account and try the King of the Weekend free-to-play game. New to BetMGM? Download the app today and make weekend football even better. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Skill Alexander. Jeffrey Parlay is here as well. He is producer number five and eight, and also the host of Bet Center on the weekend here uh, at Veasan tomorrow night. Bet Center starring Jeff Parles, your alter ego, <laughs> myself and Adam Burke tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, man, we got to get Adam Burke on the show. Adam Burke, who over the years has written the greatest baseball pieces on planet Earth. Can we just establish that the greatest? But his multi-sport expert. He can talk all kinds of things. So you guys will do by primarily a college football show tomorrow, I would imagine. It'll be two hours of college football, two hours of the NFL. What time? Starting at 9 o'clock Eastern time tomorrow night. Beautiful. That's a good man to have as your Robin tomorrow night. It is. Ben Wilson, uh, Ben Wilson, I believe, is on UNLV Cal tomorrow. <laughs> ben Wilson, man. You can't stop that train. The Ben Wilson train. Is he, is he still doing that podcast on the side? I think so. Yeah, I think so. We I haven't talk- heard anything. Any Are we allowed other- to talk about it? I don't know. I haven't heard any other news on it stopping, so I don't know why it wouldn't be. Let, let me just say this. I'll give, let me give Ben Wilson a plug. Then Ben Wilson is doing is doing a we think we think a Pete Rose podcast, which if that comes to fruition, that's like a massive story in this little corner of the world. Well, I mean, it it has 
yeah. started. It has there have been started. episodes? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like a massive deal. Anyway, good for Ben. Which game is he doing tomorrow? UNLV Cal, you said? Ben Wilson train, man. Buy stock in that. Buy stock in the Jeffrey Parlay train as well. Uh, okay, so week 10 in the National Football League. Let's go back to Survivor for a second, because even now, even now that I've been eliminated, I would have been eliminated two weeks in a row. Let me just point that out. Which is unlike, <clears throat> pardon me, unlike last year, <clears throat> where legitimately the Rams' loss to the Jets as 17-point home favorites, thank you, Jared Goff, would have been my only loss, because I had the other three weeks after that, or whatever it was, three weeks, I think, after that scripted out. So that was literally the one game that beat me. This, this week, forget it. This year, forget it. So here are the other big favorites. Baltimore was one of them last night, but here are the other favorites of more than a touchdown remaining this week. Of course, you're not required to play one of these, but these would be the most popular remaining selections this week, one would imagine. Cowboys, 9.5-point favorites hosting the Falcons. Colts, 10.5-point favorites hosting the Jaguars. Bills, once again, 13-point favorites on the road. Last week it was 15 or 16. It's 13 now at the Jets. Watch the Bills win by 1,000. <clears throat> Bastards. Steelers, 8.5-point favorites hosting the Lions. Buccaneers, 9.5 at Washington. And the Cardinals, we getting Kyler Murray? We don't know yet. 10-point favorites hosting the Panthers. By the way, the Panthers have announced that it will be P.J. Walker starting this week and not Cam Newton. But it would be Cam Newton moving forward. Jeff, it's hard to talk Survivor without knowing what each person and what each entry has already selected. But who do you feel least comfortable with among that group? <laughs> that's uh, So let me just start with this. The most comfortable is Tampa. That's the most comfortable. How dare you. For the flip side, oh, man, Least confident, I would go with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, right? Gotta I would be. go with Pittsburgh just because they're the probably the worst of those teams. It's um, also it's also a short week for short Pittsburgh. Week. Extra rest for the Lions. Yeah, the problem is the Lions are terrible. Like <laughs> everyone, everyone else, like you can say there's something redeeming about the Falcons. There's something. No, there's really nothing redeeming about Jacksonville. That last week was a pure aberration. Uh, the Jets, who knows? We don't know what if Mike if the Mike White resurgence is real or not. Uh, Washington, look, Washington probably should have beaten Denver and covered against Green Bay and had a chance to beat Green Bay if they didn't do whatever they were doing in the red zone. If, if you don't think, if you, after watching Jacksonville win a game and Miami win a game, if you don't think Washington's capable of one of those games where they beat somebody they're not supposed to, I mean, they're, they're more than and, capable. And, I don't know if it's this week. But. And Carolina, Arizona, look, Arizona's offense was great last week, but... How much of that was that the, the snowball effect just started on San Francisco? And Carolina has a real defense, even with all their problems offensively, Gil. Do you agree with my new assessment and Joe Pita? Joe Pita, by the way, with three remaining entries. So he's about as a good a shape as anybody in Circus Survivor. And we don't know how many people, we don't know what percentage of entries, entrants, or entries, really. We don't know what percentage of the remaining south of 700 remaining entries went with the Ravens last night. We'll find out Saturday at 4 p.m. Pacific or 3 p.m. Yeah, 4 p.m. The deadline's 3 p.m. We find out an hour later. What's your guess? 20% were on the Ravens? I think more than that. You think more? Yeah. Wow. We don't know. We don't know. Again, I don't know <clears throat> what the numbers are of how many people have actually used That's Baltimore. I mean. That's really the big problem, but... 
There were quite we, a few who have still had them. To look, use. we know Indianapolis was the top entry twice. Yeah. You know? yeah. So there's going to be limit. It, it, that number is going to be a lot lower than it probably should be against Jacksonville. Buffalo, you still have the Thanksgiving consideration, and they were the second most last week with, with uh, taking out 20% of the pot. So do you agree with my new assessment that by the end of this month, forget the end of the season, the end of this month, which still features a couple more weeks, then Thanksgiving, and then the real hammer. The real hammer is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. There is not going to be a a highly lined game, a, a big favorite in any of those games. So I actually think Thanksgiving might be less carnage than people think. Who knows? Could be a ton of carnage. But it's that Sunday after Thanksgiving that's going to be the worst. Do you agree with my new assessment that there will be around 100 entries left by the end of this month? I would still probably stay closer to 250. But when this is all said and done, we're going to be – I know there were – People were saying, oh, there's going to be well over 100 entries when this is over. No, 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 no. There's going to be the that lower number in the 40s is about probably the high watermark of what's left. I think there's more than 100 left by the end of the month. But look, it takes one. All it takes is is two of those teams on that board we just showed to go down. And my handicap is completely wrong. I just want to and I want to say this again because I said it on the Megapod yesterday, but I'm not sure I said it here on a numbers game or a primetime action, which is. Again, and Derek and Mike aren't going to necessarily love hearing me say this because it means people would get less entries, but I don't think people will listen to me. I think they'll get the max every year in Survivor, which was six this year. I think the notion of extra entries is largely a, an exercise in nothing because ultimately you don't play the extra entries the way you play your final entry. Like if you only had one versus having multiple you don't play it the same way and by definition because you don't play it the same way you're not playing it as optimally as you think you ought to or as you know you would if you only had one and so it's only a matter of time before those slough off the second part of that is and this is the part that most people don't talk about is when you have multiple entries there's a there's a cruel trick that survivor plays on you and that is that the longer you go with multiple entries the longer you go, the less chance that the one that remains randomly as your last is the best curated one of the bunch. That's the trick of Survivor with the multiple entries. So the longer you go, and, and yes, listen, the one thing that having multiple entries does is it makes you have fun for longer playing it, but it ultimately, again, none of it matters till the last one. And the longer you go with multiple entries, the last one is not, you know, unlike someone who has one left since like week two or three where they can perfectly manage it. You can try to manage multiple entries, but in the end, the one that remains is, is randomly selected by the vagaries of pro football. And so you have less control over the quality of that one in the end. It's a, it's a, that's what all these things make Survivor so fascinating because the game does also play tricks on you you are lulled into a comfort that you actually don't really have. But how many will be left after this month? That remains to be seen. But the way this league is going right now, man, psh. and by the way, if you have you know, a few left, you're not smarter than the guy who doesn't because it's all, it's all a crapshoot. How many of these, if I tell you right now, right now, Jeff, Cowboys, Colts, Bills, Steelers, Buccaneers, Cardinals, all big favorites against the Falcons, Jaguars, Jets, Lions, Washington, and Panthers, respectively. 
Is there an upset again? Yes, one of these? There is. One, one of them's one's an upset. going down. I just don't know who. Mm, I'm a, I have a feeling it's the Steelers. But you know what? It'll probably be someone we're not expecting at all. Well, watch it not be the Steelers. The flow goes down again. This should tell you how ridiculous preflop ATS is at this point. It's hard enough just to pick one team and you get your choice of a team every week. Just to win. Oh, my goodness. We'll come back. Hopefully, Chris Felique, Vinny Malilo, and we'll talk about our Week 10 plays next, or at least contest plays. A numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.